0: unfiltered feelings. So this morning, it's currently a Monday. And honestly, I woke up, it was one of those mornings where you wake up, and you just kind of feel defeated before you ever start. But it's not necessarily because just you feel that way. It's because you're either getting text messages, or you're getting things of reminders that maybe you didn't complete a task that you thought you had. Or maybe you did a better job at something than you thought you did. I woke up to a lot of messages from different clients. I'm in the marketing industry (laughs) and the marketing industry is great and it's honestly a dream job of mine. And I never in a million years would have thought that I could have done this job, but with that side engine over, I love my job, but with my job also comes working with people and meeting these people's expectations or needs and every single person has a different expectation and every single person has a different need that they need me to accomplish. And with that comes sometimes these mornings where you wake up to text messages of either them changing plans of things that they've already approved them being disappointed with something there's always something that and because they're just people it's their business it's their businesses for them are especially like their babies the majority of people i work for are small businesses and they're seeing their dreams come to life and that is their baby so if you mess up with their baby they're going to be frustrated or they're going to treat their baby with the utmost excellence at every single corner or what their standard of excellence is. Because again, it's different with every single client. So you're trying to match whatever their version of excellence is or whatever their standard is for you to continue moving forward in marketing with them. So with that being said, this morning I walked, I didn't walk in, I sat up in my phone. Of course, I slept in till only eight o'clock, but somehow <laughs> before eight o'clock, I woke up to multiple different messages, messages from people, either saying they wanted a video to look differently than it looked, to messages of things that were approved now getting unapproved in a nice way, of course, but they're still already approved something and now they're going back on their word, in a sense. Or if I think a job is done, then they are come back and be like, actually, can you change this? Can you fix this little area? And sometimes you can wake up and that can be really discouraging. I know I woke up this morning and honestly, my discouragement in a weird way turns into frustration with myself or with other people. So instead of being like, oh, I wish that like I did this better or like feeling really sad about it, I turn my sadness or my disappointment in that into anger and I start getting frustrated and it could be really easy for me to rattle off on this poor client that is just taking care of their baby. They just saw something that they wanted to fix. They saw something or they thought of an expectation that they think I didn't meet. Or there was a miscommunication about something they wanted that I was unaware of. (laughs) And Then we just need to communicate better in the future. There's so many different things. It's not always falls on me. Sometimes it falls on the client and that can even be more frustrating. But when you wake up and that's the first thing you see, I automatically woke up and I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> how am I going to take on the day? And I'm here alone in my thoughts. I'm like, I work from home. Um, during that, your brain can also rattle off some things. It can be really easy for me to be really sharp with my words, really sharp back, really angry back. And my default personality is that, actually. It's not this loving, caring, patient, kind, humble person. It's really this sharp, angry person that is... Kind of like my DNA growing up for the longest time, that's been probably my biggest struggle is my words towards other people. My words can cut down people really fast and then also my anger can cut down people really fast. And it's something that I'm aware of very fully. I've tried in my adulthood to really work on it and I pray through that almost daily. I need to pray more about it, but it's honestly been the thing from when I was little, I knew I was not patient. I knew I can have a tendency to not be kind. I knew that I struggled with cutting people with my words. Like I've been aware of that. So going into my work in my beginning years, I know I was really bad about that. And even there's certain days where it just gets me at the worst timing and I'll just rattle something back off. And then afterwards, of course, I'm like, oh, Gabby, when the feelings die down, when you start to compose yourself a little bit, then you're like, why did I do that? Why did I react out of anger? Why did I react in this way? So I've been really trying to, calm down before I respond to someone, calm down and think things through and then also pray about it. So this morning I woke up frustrated. I woke up feeling kind of disappointed in myself, disappointed and frustrated at clients. I woke up just feeling all kinds of emotions, anything but good on a Monday morning. And you know, Mondays are already difficult because you're waking up earlier than normal and you've got to get back into your workflow. So I wake up in not a great mood. But I've been doing something in 2023 that I think has really helped my day in day out. And whenever I don't do this, I see a visible difference in how I treat people, how I interact with clients, how I go about my day. It's visible. And other people, I'm sure, see it too, because I can see it through myself, is if I start off my day, and I don't go to the word or go into prayer first or put God before any of my other things in that day, then my day can get unraveled really fast because there can be so many things that hurt me during that process. And then I turn that into anger. There can be so many disappointments that I look on my phone and I see there can be so many different things that I see even on TikTok or something where I'm like, oh, that's just sad. And it just sets up my day wrong. There's so many things that the world can kind of put at you. And I know that's a very churchy term, but it's something that's so true is the world is full of so much negativity. It's full of so much hatred. It's full of so many not good things for your soul. So before I let any of that stuff dictate my day, I try and I try and I try and I try. And I'm not good at this every day. (laughs) So I don't want to set unrealistic expectations about this, but I try to do my devotion. It's going to look different for everybody. Everyone's going to have their way that they go to God. I have to set and clear out a time period in my morning to put God over my work. And I have to clear out a time and say, God, you are more important to me than that to-do list. So I'm going to make you a priority in this day. and I'm going to take out maybe an hour, maybe 30 minutes, maybe 20 minutes out of my day to go to you before I start doing that to-do list because you are more important to me. I'm putting you above that. You are And me saying you are more important to me than that work, that also sets in my mind a mental note of no matter what comes out my day, no matter what clients maybe cancel me, no matter what clients opinions are about me, no matter this person's opinion of me, no matter what happens during that day, the unforeseen things that come up in your day that everyone goes through, I'm saying, God, you are bigger than that. You are more important to me than that stuff. So now I'm setting up my day with a better attitude, a better posture going into the day, because now those things, it diminishes their power over my day. So that something that's really good for me, and it's really important for me to set up my day every single day, saying, God, you're more important than this. God, I'm going to come to you before I let any of this stuff distract me. And I know there's some days that that's just not possible. Um, Ben Stewart, about two years ago or something, I heard in one of his sermons, he even said, I'm not a morning person. I can't. I don't start my day like that, but I finish my night with Jesus because that's my start of the next day. And he was like, I know some of you guys are morning people. Some of you guys are night people. My day starts the night before. I'm setting my mind up before I go to sleep so that I can start my day off right. So every single person's different. There's not one fix all. It's you and God's relationship together. But my relationship, I know I get up early in the morning because I'm an early bird most mornings besides this morning. (laughs) But I normally am an early bird. I love my morning time with God. And this is like made the biggest impact and the biggest difference in my relationships and how I go into my work day and how I go into every single situation that that day has and unfolds. And sometimes I need this several times in the day. Sometimes I'm like, God, this has been a really trying day. I'm going to pray to you throughout my entire day. God says, I forget what verse it is, but it's a verse in the Bible. I shouldn't know it by heart, but it's a verse in the Bible and it basically says, you need God every single day. Give me my daily bread. I need my daily bread from Jesus. Basically, I need Jesus every single day. I need God to renew me every single day. I need to walk with God every single day. I need to be reminded of God's goodness every single day. It's a daily habit. It's a daily walk with God. It's kind of like that relationship. The longer you go in between talking or pouring into a relationship, the less you start to know that person just because it's life. I mean, think if you have coffee with someone every single month, so much has happened in their life that you don't know about on a day-to-day basis. The same goes with your relationship with God. It's a relationship. And that's the beauty of, I think, trusting in God and God invites you into his family and he invites you in relationship with him. So I think that's just the beauty of it, and I try to get better about that every single day. Because I am going to be honest, when I was in high school, I did not go into it thinking every single day is a relationship with Jesus. I thought if I go to church on Sunday, then that's good. I'm good with Jesus. If I do one devotional a week, I'm good with Jesus. It was very calculated and task oriented instead of relationship oriented. And now I'm trying to get better about it. So sometimes there are days where I'm praying multiple times a day. I'm like, God, help me with this. God, give me your peace. Give me your spirit. Give me your holiness in this moment because I don't have it. And this is going to sound so churchy, but my, my flesh, Wants to fight this person. My flesh wants to spit out cuss words at this person. God, please give me your Holy Spirit to speak nicely to this person, to show them your love and your patience and your kindness and your gentleness, because they know I'm a Christian and they know I'm a representation of who you are. Help me today to be more like you, because I can't do it alone. It's only because of you. And I have to go into it every single day, every single day, every single day. And today is one of those days that I'm probably going to have to pray multiple times. Just it's one of those days. Everyone has those days. It's fine. It's going to be great. But I went into today very frustrated, very like, God, what's happening? So, of course, I stopped and picked up my Bible before I've responded to anybody I was like i'm not going to respond to anyone because if i respond to someone right now it's not going to come across good it's going to come across hateful because i'm angry right now and that's what i was thinking this morning i'm thinking i'm angry how dare this client say this to me how dare this person come back and say oh after we've approved it for several weeks how dare this person now say after several weeks when they've had their final product actually can we change this this and this and actually i'm not fully happy with it Those were the feelings that were going on in my head. And I was thinking, how dare this person? And that's such a dangerous place when we get into the point of how dare this person. It's a dangerous place and it's a dangerous place to react out of because that is all emotions. That doesn't have a lot of compassion, humility, patience wrapped into that phrase, how dare you. So today I picked up my Bible and I've been doing a devotional called New Morning Mercies. I saw... I follow an influencer, Nally Zach, and she posts about it almost every single day. Or not every single day. She'll post every now and then. And I was like, I love how she just comes across in her videos. I love how she seems more like a patient person. I just love her character that comes through the videos. So I was like, how can I live a little bit even more like her? And she does this devotion every single day, and she seems to gain a lot out of it, the little quotes and excerpts that she gets out of it. So I got one for me and Josh after a while. I was influenced by an influencer for all the right reasons this time. Not all the time is it all for the right reasons. But this time it was. And right now we i'm not going through it as it's supposed to it's like january to december it's supposed to be 365 days walking through the bible walking through this devotional and today it's august 14th but i was in it during january 25th so it's day january 25th and i was praying this morning though before i even got into it and i was i write down my prayers too by the way and not Not always do I, and sometimes it's not always the best because I get distracted if I write them down, but sometimes I write them down because I'm like, God, I'm just struggling to focus on you right now, and I'm struggling to pray to you right now, and I'm struggling to have this relationship with you right now because either I'm so frustrated, either I'm so distracted, and I might be so tired. There's so many different variables. So whenever I feel like it's kind of harder to pray than normal, I'll write it down. Or if I'm struggling a little bit more than normal. So now you know my deepest, darkest secret. If you ever see a prayer written down, there's normally a reason. It's normally a negative reason to why it's written down. Not a, oh, Gabby loves writing down her prayers. It's normally something negative. <laughs> like this morning, I was having a hard time focusing when I was praying. And so I wrote down my prayer. And I was basically going through some of the things that are happening in the me and Josh's life, our friend's lives, praying over all those different things. But I was also started off the prayer with, Lord, I need your patience today. I need your hedge of protection, God, help me today. Lord, I need you today. Help my heart. I also wrote down, where is it? I wrote down multiple things about, Lord, I need your Holy Spirit on me today. I need your love to come out of me today because I don't feel like it's going to come out of me today. Lord, I need your patience today. Help me to walk out in humility towards all these things today and not into pride or needing to be right in these moments. Help me to walk out and show your love and your kindness to these people and help my life to be a reflection of who you are. I think something, and this is a side tangent, something that's so missed and it's just like put on my heart today, is how we live and how we live out, especially people around us who know we're Christian or know that we're a follower of Jesus, how we live our lives impact their lives. You don't realize how many people are looking at you right now and saying, I'll give God a chance, but I'm going to see how it's living out through Gabby. Gabby says she's a Christian. Let me see her life. And you'll never have any idea the people you're impacting just by the way you're living your life. And I think that's missed so many times is it's so easy to put that Bible verse on your Instagram. It's so easy to say I'm a Christian or Jesus loves you, but how are we living our day in day out lives? And that's hit me recently is how many people have I affected from the negativity I put out? about their view with who Jesus is because I was being negative or I was being spiteful or I was being angry, I was being frustrated at this person. And I'm trying so hard to be cautious about this because I have a lot of people in my life and Christians too. This doesn't just go, if you have non-Christians people, you need to live one way and then live another way when you're around Christians. No, all the time people are looking at you. People are seeing how Jesus is reflected through you. You have no idea the things that are going on in other people's minds. The way they're looking at you, the way that they're seeing and watching, hey, is Jesus really, who is Jesus? What is Jesus' characters? Because Gabby says she follows Jesus. She's going to reflect some of who Jesus is through her actions. And, you know, even today, this is like a gut punch. Because I know some of the clients I was about to get really frustrated at, no, I'm a Christian, but they're not. And the way I react to their situations could be the possibility of their eternity online because they saw how I reacted and they want no part of this Jesus that I might talk about. So it's just a thought going into the day. You never know who you have in contact with. That person in line at the grocery store that you get frustrated at because they do blank. You have no idea what they're walking through. You have no idea how God can use you in all these people's stories and lives around you by just simply your actions. You don't have to go out and say, on. The side of the road and say Jesus loves you No, the best ministry, you can ever share with other people is how you live your own life and they ask, why do you live your life that way and you say it's only because of Jesus it's not because of anything I do it's only through Jesus who lives through me because I know for a fact in my life. I'd be an angry and bitter person if it wasn't for Jesus, I would be a depressed person if it wasn't for Jesus. I'd probably live out every single day with a little bit of bitterness and a little bit of sharpness on every single word that I said, if it wasn't for Jesus. But because of Jesus, because of me every single day going to Jesus, it's because of Jesus' character, the way that I live at all. Because I wouldn't be able to do any of the things that I'm doing now if it wasn't for him. So side tangent, a little bit over. But one thing, so I prayed about this, then I opened up my um, devotional this morning. And one of the first things that was a quote from it is truth not spoken in love ceases to be true because it's bent and twisted by other human agendas. And I just thought that's so interesting because there's a difference between bluntness and truth, versus, l- there's a difference between hateful truth and loving truth. You can say the same thing in different tones in different ways and with patience and humility and love, and they can have two different meanings to somebody. You can say the exact same thing or try to get the exact same point across, but the way you say it also matters. And your heart posture in the time you say it also matters. I've noticed there's so many times that I think I say something in a loving way and I don't. And that's just the hard truth that I've had to work through for a long time, because sometimes I'll think, well, why did that person get offended? I was just telling them the truth and I did it in a loving way. But in reality, we oftentimes misconstrued the way that we think we said something versus the way that someone else heard it and the way it actually went. Meaning, remember when you're a teenager and you're like, mom, why do you say I have any attitude? I don't have any attitude at all when you're giving the most attitude. But in your heart, you're really like, mom, I'm not giving you any attitude. I'm saying it in such a loving way. But your mom knows the reality and she's like, no, you are not singing in a loving way. You're about to get grounded. That's the exact same way we even go into adulthood sometimes. Or go into these, quote unquote, being blunt or truth to someone. Sometimes we misconstrued in our own head the way that we think we said something when we said it a completely different way. And a majority of the time, our heart often reflects in what we're actually thinking inside, whether it's we have hatred when we're going into this truth or if we have love. That reflects into the way that we say things, too. It's kind of like that saying when we input something, it eventually comes out. That's the exact same thing. Whatever's inside, whatever we're actually feeling inside, most of the time makes its way out. So the way we talk to people will eventually make its way out, even when we don't realize it. And that's something to be very careful of every single day. So truth not spoken in love ceases to be true because it's bent and twisted by other human agendas. And then another thing, I thought was so interesting is this devotional was very much big on community of humble love. Basically, how we go to people, how we have disagreements, how we have who knows what it is, if there's a difference of opinion, if there's a disagreement. We need to go about it with humble love. When we go about it with truth, when we say think we have the truth or when we think we have an opinion or we got hurt by something and we want to communicate it with someone, because that's not a bad thing is to communicate what you got hurt by to other people. But if we go about it with humble love, when we go about it that maybe we not are not always right, let's listen to the other person. What let's go about it from a humble love in every single situation. And I just wonder how different the way we go about life would be if we go about everything with humble love, because the majority of time, a lot of arguments or a lot of frustration or a lot of these sharp truths that we come out with is really just us trying to prove that we're right in a situation. It's us trying to prove that you are wrong. I'm right. Kind of like those kids of like, no, I'm right. You're wrong. Ha ha. That's kind of the way that we go into arguments about. And it sounds very childish when I say it like that, but that's in reality how we live out our lives. And the majority of conflict that happens in the world around us is really someone's trying to say, I'm right. You're wrong. And the other person trying to say, no, I'm right. You're wrong. And it's just this back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So when I'm going into my day and I'm already struggling with how do I respond to clients, I'm trying to remember that I need to go about it with humble love. Even if I think they're in the wrong with something, even if I'm like, how dare you? At first, initially, I need to go about it with humble love. Did I do anything wrong that I could improve? Let me hear them out before all of a sudden turning and getting my feelings hurt right off the bat and wanting to give them a sharp word. And then, also, if I do have to say some truth to someone, let's say there is something that I'm like, hey, yo, we got to fix this. Like, actually, let's do it this way, this way, and this way. You, they might be wrong. But how do I give them the truth without hurting their feelings from a loving place? How do I give them tr- the truth without me putting myself on this pedestal and saying, I'm right, you're wrong? How do I give them the truth by saying it out of love, humble love towards this person? Not trying to say, I'm better than you because I have this opinion. But me trying to say, this is my truth. This is what I think we should go into some blank, blank and blank about. But I'm not putting myself on a pedestal. I'm saying I'm humbly loving you. And that's the only reason I'm giving you this truth is because I'm loving on you through this. And I'm not trying to say I'm right, you're wrong. I'm saying I'm going about it with this humble love because I love you is the only reason I'm telling you. I don't have to prove that I'm bigger than you or I have more knowledge than you or I'm better than you. I'm saying because I love you is the only reason I'm telling you this truth. And how do we go about that? And I was just, there's so many things this morning i'm thinking about and then i also going back to how people view us and people are looking into at our lives to look for jesus sometimes if they know that there's something different about you they're looking at you if they know that you're a follower of jesus how are you following jesus every single day and i came to ephesians 4 1-3 live a life worthy of the calling you have received Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. Through the bond of peace. The one thing that God just keeps saying over and over and over, love each other, is the thing that I struggle with the most. The one thing that God keeps preaching over and over and over is humble yourself before the people around you. Love people like Jesus. Jesus humbled himself when he came to earth. He died on the cross in humility. He went to the lowest of low for us when we didn't deserve it. So when we're walking into every single day and we're supposed to look like Jesus, we need to humble ourselves in every single situation. And I don't know about you. I have the biggest ego sometimes. And I have the biggest pride issue sometimes. Uh, the feeling that I need to be right sometimes. Sometimes I feel as though I need to be right to prove my own worth. When Jesus is like, no, that's not what I'm calling you to do. I'm calling you to humble yourself before everyone else. I'm not calling you to try to pretend like you're better than anybody else. Prove that you're right and they're wrong. It boils really down to we live in a world where everyone, someone needs to be right and someone needs to be wrong. And that's how we go into every conversation. That's how we go into arguments. That's how we go into disagreements. That's how we go into the world around us, really, is someone needs to be right and someone needs to be wrong. And God says, no, you need to humbly love each other. And then another verse from Ephesians 4, 14. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind and teaching. And I was thinking about that, and I was like, if we truly lived like Jesus, and we didn't need to prove that we're right, and we could go about things with love, patience, kindness, and if we could put God above these little quarrels that really don't matter in the grand scheme of things, or this feeling of needing to be right all the time, we're not going to be thrown back by these random messages you get from clients. You're not going to be thrown back by someone being in a disagreement by you and it just ruins your entire day. You're not gonna be thrown back by all these things we put such a significance on. We can get our feelings so caught up in because if we're really rooted in God and we really live in humble love, it's not only good for other people around us, it's also good for our own soul. It's good for us to not need to be right all the time, not need to be the bigger person all the time, not needing to be higher than the people around us, not needing to prove our worth to everyone us else around us, but if we live in humble love, we will be calm, we'll be rooted in who God is, building your house on the rocks instead of the sand. We won't shift when these little comments come. We won't get our entire day feels like it's ruined because somebody's negative opinion or that conflict or who knows what it is. You turn on the news and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm ready to battle the news person. No. No was calm down because if we're really rooted in humble love and we're really living the life that Jesus wants us to live those things aren't going to shake us does that mean that it doesn't matter no some fights do matter and some conflict is good but it's saying to go about it with humble love and truth not spoken in love ceases to be true and that's just the reminder of the day is truth not spoken in love ceases to be true So no matter what opinion you're trying to say, no matter who you're trying to communicate with, if you're not putting it in love, it ceases to be true. It no longer has the value that it could be if you spoke with truth. Humble love with your truth. And that's just the word of the day. And I just thought this was so good and I needed to hear this. So if you needed to hear this too, I'm so happy. If you say, I'm just great at loving people, great for you. I wish I could be more like you. Maybe we should get you on the podcast because I need a few lessons every single day on that but this is something i'm walking through literally today the day i'm putting this out and this is truly i'm trying to live unfilteredly for you guys about the things that i go through the things that god is learning to me and the things that god shakes me up on too things that i don't do good and god says hey you need to do better and he's teaching me slowly every single day to do better with this but i hope you have a great day and remember truth not spoken in love ceases to be true Love you guys. Follow us on at Unfiltered Feelings on Instagram. And also, if you ever need anything, feel free to message me on Instagram at Unfiltered Feelings. I would love to talk to you. And truly, if you need anything, we're all in community together. We're all just trying to live for God and how do we best live that out? So if you ever need anything or if you ever need someone to talk to, just message me. Hope you have a great, great day and it's going to be a good week. Bye.